This is the place to talk about everything related to the home, buying or selling real estate, financing and improvements that can help increase your home's value. This is Minnesota Home Talk on Score North. Here's your host, Jason Walgrave. Good morning, folks, and welcome back. This is Minnesota Home Talk, and we are live on 1500 ESPN, the original real estate show. Of course, we're live every Saturday morning on demand at minnesotahometalk.com. Folks, be sure to check out our website, minnesotahometalk.com. I am your host, Jason Walgrave with Walgrave Real Estate Group and the Minnesota Real Estate Team at Remax Advantage Plus. Also in studio, Mortgage Michael Overson with Luminate Home Remax. Loans. See how I change it up a little bit? Yeah, I like that. And then we've got Insurance Evan with Paragon. I still haven't come up with a more creative and exciting tagline name for you. You are no, under no obligation to do so. I know, but I'm going to do it for you. All right, maybe. Is this thing on? <laughs> no. Oh, it, would, it would help if you... I turned it on. There we go. Buttons. Try now. It's, it's yeah. on now. There it is. That's how we work it. The blue light was that was on over here. I think it was the lifter gifter over there. It was... Uh, the board bender. It was It was lower than it should have been. The blinker yeah. fluid was low. That's what it was. Gotta watch out for yeah. that. Um, what was I going to say? What were we talking about? Something about I need to be more creative with Evan's name. Oh yeah, maybe yeah. we can. Um, maybe we can um, bring in like you know property and casualty into it or something. Yeah, that's super exciting. Something Evan. Oh uh, yeah, something like exploding Evan or something or you know, you know. Yeah. Don't be a casualty. Need, something. Need a new rough Evan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that. Please, yeah, no. we'll go with that for now. No, no. Until no, we come no, up no. something better, need a new roof, Evan. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think that's it, guys. That's roof, not the roof one. claim, Evan. Roof claim, Evan. Flooded basement. Is it covered, Evan? Yep. Yeah. Sixteen-year-old got in a car accident. Need help, Evan? Yeah, oh. <laughs> All right, folks. We got a big show planned this morning. Uh, we got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. We're going to go over the most recent market updates, the statistics for Twin Cities Real Estate. We have six ways to take back your time during the holiday season. Uh, holiday season is upon us. Excited for Thanksgiving next week. It certainly is winter now in the great state of Minnesota. 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 Um, it's cold. It's all right. You know Embrace what? it, folks. Hey, last year, it was a late start to the old ice fishing season. This year, do we get out? Can we get out there yeah. on the ice? Not with ice houses, but can we actually get out there? Yeah. Uh, by December first, is it going to be cold enough? We can get three inches of ice out along the edges and actually so get out there and travel. Twelve days, in. maybe. It depends on the lake, I suppose. You got. I think you, I think you might be able to. When, when do you think your lake is going to have its first freeze? Well, we always can go ice fishing when there's still open water. Okay. In the middle, so we'll we'll get we'll get like four inches of pretty good ice around the edges. Yeah. For the most of the lake, you know, and then in the middle, there's always one spot in the middle that always freezes last. Yeah. But we always have guys that are out there with open water in the middle, <laughs> ice fishing. So that's exciting. You know what I mean? I mean, if you're gonna do it, you know, let's do it. I mean, I'll just all you gotta do is wear a life vest. Exactly. You know what I mean? Wear a life jacket. Yeah, you fall. Helps keep you warm. If you fall in, you'll float. We, uh, I know you have as well. We we have definitely fallen through the ice on the Rock River back in the day, you know. So when whether we were um, carp spearing, you spear carp, yep, a lot of fun, yep. 
Uh, and then you kind of go get too close to the rapids and fall through. Kind of exciting. Yeah. You know, and then the spring, the, the ice would melt, and you jump on floating icebergs going down the the uh, the river. Uh, I was down there one time with my buddy Scott, and we were jumping from ice thing to ice thing. And I jumped onto what I thought was an ice thing, uh, but it wasn't. It was just snow. <laughs> Or, or slush. Yeah. So I went right in, <laughs> in and out, shot out like a rocket. Man, that was cold. Evan, did you used to do that type of stuff for fun back in the day? No, not really. <laughs> Everyone's listening. Like, geez, who where are did these guys? guys? Grow up. The, the great, the great city of Laverne, folks. Yeah. See, I, I grew up in the in the Twin Cities, so all I did is throw sticks at cars. <laughs> That's what city kids did. Yeah. yeah. You know, cost cars, cost yeah. city kids. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks, we're giving away uh, four pair of tickets to Timberwolves game this morning. Best real estate question. Uh, you can text those questions to our text line, which is 612 234 7585. Anything and everything real estate related, send us over uh, questions about. Buying, selling, investing, financing, credit scores, home improvement. Uh, do you have questions on the rates, on the market, on how to become a first-time home buyer? Uh, first-time home buyers still make up nearly forty percent of the the real estate market, and uh, there's there's tremendous opportunity out there, especially when the the rent rates are at an all-time high, the rental vacancy rates are at an all-time low. There's just far less options um, when you're talking about rentals. So anything to do with real estate, give us a call. The text line, or send us a text message, rather. The best, uh, the two best text questions this morning are going to win Timberwolves tickets. We have two pair to give away. Text line is 612-234-7585. That is the text line. Text us your real estate questions to 612-234-7585. Two best questions during the show. You're going to win a pair of Timberwolves tickets on us. And um, we'll keep the text line open throughout the show. Again, text line is open. Text us your real estate questions to 612-234-7585. That is the text line. We've got uh, market stats to go over. We've got um, hot listings. We've got Mike's got a fantastic video to uh, to show us, uh, which is really good. Explains uh, supply and demand, real estate market over the last today and going back was it 30 years 33 years 33 certainly yeah. an interesting theory on it anyway. it is it is i like stats so uh, let's do hot listings let's get those rolling all right folks first let's do it let's do the go other go 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 just keeping you on your feet evan that's yeah. what we like to do here Keeping you engaged. God, look at all those beards. I just I just realized that we've got we've got all beards going on here. Yeah, kinda. This is pretty good stuff. Why is mine so light? Well, you just started growing it yesterday. You gotta give or yourself. Or maybe because it's days. mainly gray. <laughs> Let's just call it spade a spade here, right? <laughs> all right. First smoking hot <laughs> listing is in St. Paul, located at sixteen forty seven Ames Avenue. It is uh, on the market for three hundred nineteen thousand dollars. We've got uh, remodeled. It's been uh, refinished in the inside. Fantastic property. Three bedrooms, two bathrooms, just under 1,800 square feet. Extra large lot. And uh, this home is, is a fantastic home. Again, on the market for 319 Some wonderful upgrades throughout. Our next 
smoking hot listing we've got in Newport, located at 1788 Hastings Avenue. Uh, newly priced, uh, smoking price at three thirty. I'm sorry, two thirty nine nine. Two hundred thirty nine thousand nine hundred. Three bedrooms, two bathrooms, two car garage. Uh, just under seventeen hundred square feet. We've got remodeled uh, throughout new, newer kitchen cabinets, countertops, appliances, bathrooms. Uh, paint and flooring look great, and this is a wonderful single-family home for two thirty-nine nine hundred. Great price on that property. Uh, next is a uh, wonderful executive custom two-story in Jackby, Minnesota, located at twenty-one forty-eight Kelly Circle. Uh, newly priced at one point one four five million. This is a five-bedroom, five-bathroom, seven thousand and nineteen square foot home. It is a uh, again custom. Two-story walkout. It has tremendous features and uh, and uh, space throughout. Really wonderful executive home in Chakby, and this home is ready to go. Next smoking out listing is in uh, Minnetonka. This is an incredible remodel, fully renovated home. It is located at 4627 Eller Dale Road. This home is a five-bedroom, three-bathroom. It's priced at 975. And it's like on an incredible lot, wonderful, wonderful neighborhood, and it's it's just completely gutted and all redone. Beautiful home, beautiful the inside of this thing is amazing. Yeah, they did a really excellent job. Kitchen is all excellent. Love the floor plan. It's open, and it's in a really nice established neighborhood. So this home's ready to go on the market for nine seventy five. Uh, we've got a business and commercial real estate opportunity. The Hive. Um, Bakehouse. This is in Aurora, Minnesota, for nine. Or I'm sorry, five hundred ninety thousand, five hundred ninety thousand dollars. Located at one hundred three Main Street North in Aurora. This includes the business and the real estate. And this property um, is also newly priced at five hundred ninety thousand. Uh, it's a really cool area. If you haven't been up to the Aurora area, Giants Ridge is up there. Uh, Bawabic, Minnesota. They've got wonderful trails, skiing, snowboarding. Uh, fantastic northern Minnesota property. Our next smoke and hot listing is we've got a lakeshore. Folks, you're looking for some lakeshore? Uh, this property is 1.5 acres. It uh, is sits on Upper Mission Lake, which is connected to Lower Mission. Wonderful opportunity to build your second home or your dream home on the lake in northern Minnesota. Um, this property is in the market for 139. Fantastic opportunity. You're telling me Upper Mission is connected to Lower Mission Lake? It is. They're not always connected, Mike. Is uh is it because elevation, the, the one is higher than the other? Is that why upper and lower? So so that's a great question. So so upper and lower has to do with how the water flows. So like Prior Lake, for example, the southern part of Prior Lake is actually upper Prior Lake, where lower Prior Lake is the northern part of the lake. There's, so it's confusing. There's no up and down in relative terms spatially. Correct. So yeah, it's how the water flows, baby. There you yeah. go. Okay. I All like right. it. Next smoking out listing of the week is in Prior Lake. Uh, this is located at 20755 Addison Drive, 2.5 acre property with Lakeshore on Fish, a- Fish Lakes. You have not only your acreage, but you have Lakeshore. A wonderful four bedroom, four bath home, 4,000 square feet on the market for 775 Great opportunity to have to own Lakeshore and two and a half acres. Two and a half acres. It's a great right on the lake. Great property. It's amazing. Fish Lake is just south of Prior Lake, um, and it's in the uh, the city of Prior Lake. Uh, to be built by Pebble Creek Custom Homes on the Sumner Avenue in Savage. 
priced at $999,500, just under a million dollars. This is a to-be-built custom home opportunity to uh, make changes, uh, pick out your selections, colors, everything is still available. And this is built by Pebble Creek Custom Homes, four bedroom, three bathroom, 3,000 square feet. Our next smoking out listing is in Prior Lake, another to be built by Pebble Creek Custom Homes on Sims Court. This is uh, priced at $9.95, custom two-story. Uh, this home has, let's see what we've got for square feet. There we go, five bedroom, five bathroom, 2,830 square feet. This sits on a cul-de-sac lot uh, in the Cardinal Overlook development, only nine lots available. And they're all walkout, surrounded by 12 acres. Really cool development. Right across the street from the Twin Oaks and Hidden Oaks Middle Schools. Next smoking out listing of the week is a to-be-built in Lake Elmo, located at 116108th Court North. Five-bedroom, five-bathroom. This home is on the market for $1.4 million, 5,055 square feet. This home is currently under construction. There's an opportunity to select uh, some of the finishings and uh, we expect this home will be done late spring, early summer. So great opportunity to live in uh, Lake Elmo. We got one more. One more. All right. Our final smoking out listing of the week is in. Oh, this is uh, Fong on the team. He sent over a new listing, 9141 Alamo Street, Northeast in Blaine. Three car garage, four bedroom, two bathroom, 1,832 square feet. Uh, on the market for $395,000. There is uh, open house uh, today. Uh, and uh, is there an open house today? Nope, that's just schedule showing button. Uh, I don't think there's an open house. But if you want to do a private showing, give Fung a call and he'll get you into this property. A fantastic opportunity in Blaine, Minnesota. That's all. Mm. Folks, to check out uh, more information, on these listings, or if you'd like to search the MLS, go to our website, minnesotahometalk.com. Click on the property search button. We also have all of our fantastic partners, Remax Advantage Plus, Illuminate Home Loans, Pebble Creek Custom Homes, Bella Remodeling Roofing, Todd Rooker, Paragon. We've got Insurance Evan in the studio every single week. Not only is he our producer, but he is our insurance guru. Last Switch, Nepsis, Credit Life, Trademark, Title, Urban Landworks, Home Inspections, Spare Key, Sync Home Services. This is our home warranty company, EKJ Appraisals, Trend Home Staging, Sioux Falls Real Estate with Marcus Walgrave, Chestnut Cambrone, Rock, Pain-Free Patriots, Trust Vets, Riverland Bank, Keppers Plumbing, Home Media Innovations, Rental Management Guys, and Lift Up. Folks, be sure to check out our website, minnesotahometalk.com. We also have a free market analysis on your home or investment property, commercial real estate, or land. Free market analysis, this is not a computer-generated value, but one of the uh, professional real estate agents on my team will uh, help you out with this. We can either come out and meet with you for 15, 20 minutes, uh, or we can just do it over the phone. Live human. Quick. Live human. Not a uh, not a, not a bot. You don't have a bot that goes out? We do not have a bot. I mean, I think that there's value in, in some of the bots, but when you're talking about your home's value... You know, they're, those automated home values, they're pulling data from tax records, um, from MLS, and it's it's computer-generated. Sometimes they're accurate, um, sometimes they're close, uh, sometimes they're way off. So Perfect example, I had a bot do uh, an analysis on my old house. Mm-hmm. So we lived on just a real small lake in Burnsville called Keller Lake, mm-hmm. right? Um, Four-bedroom, four-bath home, 4,000 square feet. 
uh, it was telling me that my house was worth about $2 million at one point. <laughs> well, it was pulling comps from bigger lakes, Yeah. right? Crystal Lake, yeah. uh, Marion, Prior Lake, So, which was completely off. It definitely right. was not even close to having that, but that's what it was saying it was worth. Um, which is about was about at that time probably about you know four times as much as my house is actually <laughs> worth. Um, so obviously it was not accurate, but those, those systems just can't can't distinguish between right. okay this is a smaller lake you know whatever blah 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 and if you're on that lake it's a completely different story yeah. that just it can't do that. No, it can't do that. In in this example, um, the lake that you used to live on was a what they call a non recreational lake. So you could take a, your canoe out there, your paddle boat. You couldn't be on the lake with any type of motor. Um, and we also found out that includes winter months. Yes. So, um, folks, on non-recreational lakes, you are not allowed to pull tubes behind your four-wheeler in the winter. Yes. So the well, local police were kind enough to stop by and make a personal visit. It, and it was it, it was one of the, the very nice neighbors that that you know let the police know to let us know that that was not allowed. <laughs> Right, <laughs> you know, but it goes to show. Let's so take let's let's take that a step further. So, what happens if you bought a house with an unfinished basement and you recently finished the basement, mm-hmm. and then you come and do that? Well, the bot can't distinguish or tell that you finished your basement, and you right. can't tell it that you finished your basement. Right. It's going to be completely. Mm-hmm. It's going to be way off, right? So, those off. are the types of things. Or if you've done any sort of remodeling or anything like that, it's not going to be able to detect that. Um, and it's just not going to give you an accurate value. And and even more so, it, depending on on how the the uh, um, algorithm is written, if they're pulling total square footage and they're counting it the same as as above ground square footage. So say for example, you've got a house that has four thousand square feet above ground finished, and then um, and then with an unfinished basement, and then you have another house that has a total of four thousand square feet. So maybe you're twenty eight hundred above ground and twelve hundred below. They're looking at square footage is the same, but the home that has the above ground square footage at four thousand is worth quite a bit more because it's a much bigger house. Right. Um, so you have to you just have to dive deeper. Um, I think that there's value in them just to maybe get a snapshot idea on what you know homes in the neighborhood are selling for or what it could be. But if you'd like a free market analysis, we'll do that for you, and it, it's pretty quick. We get them done quick for you. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. run into that all the time when people call me for insurance and they go, but Zillow only said it would be like a thousand bucks a month. And <laughs> oh, I go, insurance estimates? Yeah, and yeah. it's like, yeah, but Zillow doesn't know that you need replacement cost on your roof yes. and you need water backup and so on. You know, like they're they're giving the, oh yeah, it's only this many yes. square feet and we are giving you the average nationally and you know, like yep. all this stuff. And it's like, nope, nope, no, nope. sorry. Uh, yeah. Let's so get s- anyway, we did have a text question come in. This one's for you, Mike. Andy asks, what percentage of my monthly mortgage payment should be going to equity, and what is generally considered a good percentage going to equity? Well, that's a that's a great question. <laughs> Depends on where you're at in your loan. Yep. So take a let's I, I literally had this conversation yesterday with someone too. Um, wanted to look at it's called an amortization schedule, right? Mm-hmm. Shows you when you make payment number one on your loan, this is how much goes towards principal, this is how much towards interest, you know, and this is what your principal balance is after that payment is applied. It literally shows all entire 30 years if you do a 30 year fixed. Uh, in this particular case, the payment was 2067 a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1700 and some change was going towards interest on the first payment, mm-hmm. and only, you know, roughly 300 was going towards principal. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that's the very first payment. Eventually, that will switch, and you'll be paying off more principal and interest. But you know, you got to get 
20 years down the road, then all of a sudden right. it switched, and then now it's like, okay, well, now, you know, $1,400 of that payment is going towards principal, and 600 mm-hmm. some bucks is going towards interest. The very last payment, it's all principal, and there was only like $10 worth of interest right. you pay. Right. Um, so that the answer to that question is, well, where are you at? Are you in year mm-hmm. one, two, three, or are you year 15, 16, 17, or are you yeah. in year 25 of your loan? Right. So that's a really, really good question. And so, Mike, I, I know that, that you have clients that come in, you know, for example, let's say they're 15 years into their loan and, and they've got, um, maybe they've got an adjustable mortgage. And so it's been, you know, pretty good for the last four or five years. Um, but it's looking like it's going to, you know, it's going to be higher at some point. So the question is, is do you, let's say, for example, your rates at, at 6% and, and, you have an opportunity maybe in the spring to refinance at 5%. Well, what does that mean to refinance, right? If you're 15, 20 years into the loan and now you're, you know, more of your payment is going towards principal, what does that look like? I mean, I mean, do you, do you, it's probably better to just stay with the higher interest rate because you're at the latter part of the loan and then refinance to a lower one and start it all over. In that case, yeah. I, I mean, I don't even have to run the numbers. I right. can say, look, as long as that interest rate hovers around the same and it's not projected where adjustable rates are projected to do one of these and right. goes up, yeah, you don't refinance. You don't refinance on there. The only time you'd refinance on something like that is if you refinance to, let's say you're 15 years into that loan, refinance onto a 10 or 15 year fixed. Okay. You know, because that table then starts off where, because you only have 15 years to pay that loan off. Yeah. So you're paying more towards principal, quite a bit more towards principal than a 30 year yep. in those first few years. So, but yeah, if the, if the thing was like, Hey, uh, I either want to refinance onto a 30 year to keep that payment lower or keep my current loan. Don't even have to run the numbers on it. You would keep that loan cause you're 15 years into it and you got way more going towards principal yep. with each payment at that point. Yeah. Right. And this question. stuff varies a little bit, uh, you know, uh, uh, loan to loan and so on, but I'm just, I'm looking at like a, you can pull up an amortization calculator online Anywhere. and it'll yep. give you a ballpark figure in the first 10 years. Uh, you're going to be paying off roughly uh, of the principal balance, roughly about twenty percent in that first ten years. Yeah, mm-hmm. which means that the last eighty percent is in the last twenty Jeez. years. Yeah. Yep. So, so the bank is getting the better end of the deal up front. Yes. Um, and it really does kind of invert at the very end, where yep. you know that initial payment might be only three hundred dollars going to principal, and the last payment is only three hundred bucks is going to interest. Right. So. Right. Yep. And it is designed that way. Yep. It is. Absolutely. <laughs> so, and every loan is like that. Yep. There's no like, hey, can I get a loan where it's just even along right. the way? Right. Nope. Nope. Doesn't work that way. Folks, we got the text lines open if you'd like to go to Timberwolves game. We're giving away two pair of tickets this morning for the two best real estate questions. Text lines are open at 612-234-7585. Text lines are open at 612 612- Two three four seventy five eighty five Texas real estate questions anything and everything real estate related two best questions are going to win a pair of Timberwolves tickets on us text line is open text us your real estate questions to six one two two three four seventy five eighty five that's six one two two three four seventy five eighty five all right you want to do your video or or do you, let's do that. We want to do market so. stats. We'll do video Let, and then market stats. Okay, we'll do video yeah. first and we'll do market stats. Yeah. So I'm going to set the video up a little bit. So we've been talking, we've been talking recently about how if you look at the next three months, it's going to be the best time to buy a house looking back 12 months, looking forward 12 months, right? That 24 month period, 
the best time to buy a house is going to be the next three months. Mm-hmm. Reasons being is that demand is down a little bit right now. Um, and a lot of that is interest rate. Um, some of that is time of the year, too. We mm-hmm. always see it this time of the year. Less people want to buy around this time of the year just because you got holidays, you got all this stuff going on, and it's cold and it's winter, and some people don't want to move in the winter. Makes sense to us. We always see it. There's a seasonal decrease or slowdown in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, when the spring comes, it's going to be gangbusters again. And that's because there's going to be a huge stockpile of demand that's going to come in, right? And especially if rates hit anywhere in the fives, mm-hmm. we're going to have a hold on crazy spring, just like we had last spring, where you're yeah. going to have to offer over list price. You're probably mm-hmm. going to have to make an offer where you don't ask for a home inspection, right. things like that. So that's why the next three months you're going to get the best terms on the actual price yep. and the other terms of the house. When rates do go down in the future, you simply refinance down to the lower rate. Yep. Okay. So this video is going to talk about the supply and demand, and basically it's going to confirm everything we've been saying here for the last however many months. Yep. How the home prices dropped that caused the recession. Folks, it's very important to know what happened here because this was caused like all price discovery is caused by supply and demand. Yes, of course, it was crazy pay option arms, interest only, no income, no asset, no job, investment property, 580 FICO, zero down, crazy. (laughs) You know that we have nothing like that today. Okay, so that's the first thing. But at its core, it's a supply and demand issue. So in housing, how do we measure supply and demand? Well, supply is easy. Builders completing, not starting, but completing homes, that's your supply. That's your new supply coming on the market. Demand is household formations. Okay, what's a household formation? Let's explain it. Take a family, mom, dad, and a child. They live in one dwelling, one unit, one home, one place. The three of them live together, and on average, when that young person, the child, reaches age 33, they get their own place, form a household. It's the same three people, the same family, mom, dad, and child, but now they're occupying two residences instead of one. That's a household formation. Let's look at household formations in blue and completions, inventory, supply in gold. So your demand is blue, your gold is supply. It was pretty close. And you know, it's okay for supply to be a little bit more than demand because every year, because of aging, you have about 100,000 homes that get retired, rebuilt, you know, newly constructed, rebuilt. But what the heck happened in 2006? Coincidence, that's when problems started, right? Look what happened in 2007, 2008. Much more supply than demand. It looked like demand dropped off a cliff. Could that happen again? Well, let's analyze this and see why. By the way, builders built more homes back in 2006 than ever in history. Look at today, not even close to that, okay? So what the hell went wrong here? Well, if we know that these are people predominantly around the median age of 33 that typically went and got their own place, maybe we can gain some clues if we took a look at 33 years earlier when they were born, were there fewer births? Were there a lot fewer births? Maybe. So 33 years before 2006 is 1973. Let's look at birth rates. Oh my gosh, birth rates dropped dramatically. In fact, look at this big step down, one more step stays flat and goes up. Let's see 33 years later, 
Big step down, another step, stays flat, goes up. Goodness gracious, it's a hand in glove. 33 years earlier versus 33 years later. Isn't that crazy? 33 years earlier, the births versus 33 years later, the household completions. Here's where we, the people that are coming of age today were born. You got this wave coming at you. This is your future demand. But what the heck happened here? Why did it fall off a cliff? There's a reason. In 1973, 33 years before 2006, right here, abortions were legalized. Now, please, I am not pro, against, nothing. I'm just giving you a statistic, okay? I am not being political or offering an opinion. I'm just saying why birth rates drop. So when you take a look, this is what caused the housing bubble. But this is what's caused the housing boom. Too much demand, not enough supply. It's that simple, folks. Now, going forward, where are these buyers? They're there, but they're lurking. They're waiting because it's 7% mortgage rate time. But that demand is being pent up. It's showing itself in rents that are going up like crazy. When rates come back down, you will unleash in a low inventory environment the force of more demand than supply, and you will be in a rising home price situation once again. Let's hope it's not that crazy, but prices will rise. So let's look at household demand. Formations, historically, in that 1.5 to 2 million range, let's call so it 1.7 or so. It's a great video, great explanation. I, I love it. I love stats, right? I, I love it when we take a look at <clears throat> historical data, whether it's home prices, interest rates. Um, you know, we talk often about the crash in 08 and why that happened, um, why that's not going to happen now. And, and this was a really good explanation of, of um you know, what's happened and what's going on and, and using the data to look at it. Right. I mean, average average age of a home buyer is 33 years old. You know, you saw that chart he pulled up. Let's look at birth rates 33 years ago, right? So over the next three to four years, you know, birth rates did one of these, mm -hmm. which means that our demand on the buyer side of things is going to do one of these. Yep. Well, if our supply doesn't, if our supply stays flat, mm -hmm. right? So if we look at our supply of homes, yeah, let's take a look at that. You know, supply of homes over the last ten years. I mean, we've been anywhere between five thousand and ten thousand homes, mm -hmm. really, for the last about eight years. Yep. I don't see that going anywhere else. I see that staying in that range. Yep. I don't see us hitting fifteen thousand homes right. in the metro area. Right. I don't see us hitting eighteen thousand homes. We can't build them fast enough. And if you look at 2020 and 2021, yep. look at all the builders. They all had record sales, but they all had record low closings because of supply chain right. and labor. Right. They couldn't build them fast enough, and it, they actually got slower versus speeding up because yes. of COVID. Couldn't do it. Couldn't build them. Right. So now we're coming out of that. We're not going to have more inventory for people to look at, but we're going to have all these additional buyers that are lurking, as he said, lurking there. They're waiting. Soon as rates hit a certain point, I mean, the floodgates are going to open, yep. and it's going to be, I mean, pack a piranha on every single house again. Yeah, it's going to be. And, and that, again, um, goes back to us talking about why now is such a great time to buy. Mm -hmm. Buy now. Don't get on the on the multiple offers and the frenzy. Um we're going to go over uh, market stats right now in the Twin Cities. But, folks, if you've got questions, we're giving away two pair of tickets to the Timberwolves uh, for the two best real estate questions, anything and everything real estate related. Text us your real estate questions to 
234-7585. That is the text line. Text us your real estate questions to 612-234-7585 to win Timberwolves tickets on us. Two, the two best questions are going to win. All right, uh, market updates, the stats for the Twin Cities metro area. Inventory of homes for sale, 8,858, um, which is better than it was this summer. Uh, late summer, I think we were at 4,800. I mean, there was there was a weekend where it was below 5,000. Yeah. It was... Um, now, comparatively, if you look back to 08, 09, 43,000 homes for sale. 43,000. 43,000 compared to our, call it nine. 9,000. So, so if we go back, if we go back to then, if the video, he said, yeah. if you looked at that, that was the year, 2006 was the year that it was the most ever in history of homes yep. being built, new homes being built and finished, ready to move in. Yep. It was also the year where the demand was almost at its lowest point in history. Mm-hmm. And it goes back 33 years ago, yep. abortion was legalized, there was left, less births going on, so there yep. was less people entering in that home buyer age at that point. So the most supply we've ever had, yeah. and then obviously the lowest demand we've ever had, yep. that was 2006. And and then which went right into the mortgage crash right. you know, after that. So, all right, so market updates, Twin Cities currently inventory of homes for sale, 8,858. A year ago, we had 8,214, that's up 8%. Pending home sales in the last three months. Now, this one is is um, this one is interesting. Twelve thousand one hundred and three. So pending home sales in the last three months, twelve thousand one hundred and three. A year ago at this time, seventeen thousand six hundred and thirty. So that's down thirty one percent. Pending home sales in the last three months is down thirty one percent from this time last year. Median sale price, however, two or six. I'm sorry, three sixty two. 100 362,100 a year ago 340,700 so the median sale price is still gone up 6.3%. Affordability index is 101 a year ago we are at 144. Uh, so that uh, means home affordability is down about 30%. Homes per buyer 1.9 a year ago 1.6 so that's up 19%. Average days on market is 32 where a year ago we are at 23. So that's up uh, 39%. Uh, homes are selling for 98.9% of list price. A year ago, we were at 101.2, so that's uh, a change of about 2.3%. So um, great stats. I mean, it gives us, you know, what's fascinating is that the median sell price is still up 6.3%, um, even though pending home sales are down 31%. It's because the inventory is so low. Right. You know, we have such low inventory. Um, if you're a buyer out there, Boy, let's get going. Let's get into the market now. Let's buy something in November, December, January. Uh, Pray to Home starts in February, uh, and and it's I I agree with you, Mike. I think next spring is good. And spring starts in February, in in Minnesota. It doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like it. But the real estate market starts in February, and so um, you know why put yourself in a position where you're going to be in multiple offers and you got to overpay by ten percent, and um, when you have some more choices now, rates are higher. Yes. We, you know, just about everyone believes they're going to be lower. So you refinance next year. So look at the, and look at the percent of list price received. Last year was what? 101%? 101.2. Yep. 101.2%. Now the percentage of list price received is? 98.9. So you, you can buy a house under list price right now. Right. You couldn't last year. No. And what's the other thing you can do this year? Or at least right now? 
Well, you can have a home inspection. You can get a home inspection done. You know, if things come up on the home inspection, you can ask the seller to make repairs. You know, you can ask for closing costs. You can, I mean, boy, some, I mean, there's some, most of the builders out there right now are offering some incredible incentives for new construction. Yeah. You know, where they're buying the rates down. Um, there's, I mean, there's a builder out there in the South Metro that's offering 5.5% fixed 30 year rates on all their inventory homes. Right. It's a great opportunity. Right. You know, great opportunity. So there's, um, there's opportunity for buyers. Uh, yes, rates are higher, but you can always refinance and, and you're not going to have to overpay. The only, the only thing that's worse right now for buyers interest rates. Correct. If you, if you look back in the spring, let's look back at March 1st of this year and compare that to November 1st of this year. Um, March 1st, you were still offering way over list price in order to get the house. Yep. You were not able to get a home inspection. If you made an offer asking, say, hey, this is continued upon a home inspection, they just went with one of the other 20 offers yep. that came in on the house. Yep. Right? So then it's like, well, i got to waive my home inspection contingency because that's the only way I can compete with these other offers. You definitely were not, were not getting the seller to pay any closing costs. No. And if there were any repairs that you wanted... You don't dare ask the seller to do that because, again, they're going to say no or they're going to go with a different offer, mm-hmm. right? The only thing that's better back then is that in March 1st, rates were sitting at around 4.5% at that point. Yep. Um, now, look at it. You can offer under list price. You can more than likely get the seller to pay some or all of your closing costs. Mm-hmm. You can get a home inspection done. Literally, the only thing that's worse right now for a buyer's interest rates, but yep. guess what? You can, you can change that. Yep. You can't go back and change the price you paid for the right. house and all this right. other stuff. But you can change your interest rates. When interest rates come down, you can refinance. Yeah. So get what a lower are, rate. What are rates at right now? You know what? So that's it's a great question. So yesterday I priced out a couple different scenarios. So I'm working with a client, good credit, five percent down. Mm-hmm. Their income is underneath ninety four thousand four hundred fifty for the year. Puts them in the category where there's a special conventional loan program um, that gives them slightly reduced interest rates and and slightly reduced mortgage insurance premiums mm-hmm. because of that. Okay. They were at six percent flat with no points. Really? Yes. Holy smokes! Right. Another one. Another one. I priced out uh, like a seven eighteen credit score, the regular conventional deal. Um, again, that was a this was a five percent down deal. Um, they didn't. They made too much income. They're over the ninety four thousand four fifty mark, so they didn't get the breaks and stuff like that. Um, they were at six point three seven five with no points. Wow. Wow. So, which means it take that first example. If you're at six percent with no points, yeah. If you pay one point, you're down at five seven five for. A thirty-year yeah. fixed, which is a good rate, folks. Anything in the fives is a good rate. It, I mean, it's it's a great rate, and you can get the seller to pay for that. Yes, you can get the seller yes. to pay for that. So now you're getting the seller to pay for your rate buy down. You're at five seven five. Yeah, on a thirty-year fixed. Well, and and so th- there was an example that I saw uh, this past week, and it was on a four hundred fifty thousand dollar property, and it compared. And we went over one of these scenarios a couple weeks ago, but it compared buying in the spring, having to overpay. You know, no inspection, all the different things. Um, and it talked about what you ended up paying, which is a lot more than list price. And, and that was a 4.5% rate. And then you looked at today, uh, and in this example, they were comparing a, a 6.5% interest rate. Well, now you have all these different incentives that you can, you're paying less. Uh, you can ask for closing costs. Well, the overall payment in those two scenarios is like 200 bucks. You know, $200 difference, but you were, you were not overpaying by 50 grand you're actually getting a break on the price right. and and that and now rates are at, you know potentially 6 or if you have the seller buy down the rate 575 right that's a good rate right you know i mean i mean there there is it and that was so wonderful to see cuz it certainly is when the rates were hard sevens you know 7 and a quarter 
you know, I mean that that's that's tough. You know, that doesn't feel great. Um, but it, now you're low sixes and, and buy it down to a high five. It's awesome. And it's especially tough when you have everything else around it going up too, yes. right? It, it was the shock of okay, so not only are interest rates going up, but gas is super mm-hmm. expensive. Food. Your grocery bill is twenty five percent more than it was just a few months ago, just because of prices going up. You know, it's the whole thing. Everything in your life got more expensive. You know, that was the difficult part. Now we've seen that pull back a little bit. Gas is coming down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Interest rates are coming down a little bit. All revolves around inflation. The more the more inflation uh, tames, right, and starts coming down a little bit, all this stuff gets a little bit cheaper. Yeah. And the doors open wide up. I think we're seeing the beginning of that right now. Yeah. Hopefully that will carry through yeah. here. Um, I'm guessing by the spring, I think, again, as long as inflation numbers and reports come out good, I think by the spring, I think we're we're sitting at mid fives with no points. Yep. And if that happens, look out. It's yeah. going to be another crazy spring. Well, yeah, because because then you can then you can buy down the rate. You want to get into the fours. There's an opportunity to buy that rate down. You know, high fours or whatever the case is. So, um, look, folks, there's opportunity. Uh, there's more opportunity. I think right now than there will be in the spring because there's going to be more buyers. I mean, the the video that you showed just looks. I mean, you look at the demand that's coming. You know, you got, all, and we know because we see it. We've got all these buyers that have been kind of sitting on the fence for the last four, you know, four months or five months, um, and they're they're getting anxious. I mean, a lot of them are not in the place where they want to live necessarily, and and they're it's gonna it's gonna be busy. Yeah, I just look at our pre-approved buyers that we have now. How many we have? Yeah, we got a ton of them. They're yep. just sitting there. Yep. You know, they're sitting there waiting for one of two things. Either the right house has to come up, right? Mm-hmm. So the the higher interest rates are, the more picky you get because it's like it's going to have to take that little bit of extra for me to make yep. that move, right? Yep. So they're waiting for one of two things. That right house that comes mm-hmm. up in the, in the right spot, in the right neighborhood, right school district, whatever, checks all the boxes. Mm-hmm. Or rates to come down to say, okay, I don't need all those boxes checked. It's a little bit more affordable now. Yep. Now I'll make the move because interest rates are a little bit lower. Yeah. They're waiting there. So, so you guys have some pretty good. Um, do you have HELOC products or second second home, second loan products? Mm-hmm. You know, what, t- talk about those. Yeah, so you got yeah, we got second mortgage products there, and so I'm doing a couple now because you know what happened was if we look earlier this year, jumbo mortgage rates were a full percent lower than standard conventional. How about right now? Right now, that's been pinched. Yep. Right now, you're maybe a quarter to a half a percent difference. Better. Better, better on a jump that's jumbo. it okay yep. right so it was a full percent now it's only a quarter maybe a half yep right and so what a lot of people are doing is they're saying okay well that difference isn't that great what happens if we do a first and a second mortgage instead of one jumbo loan yeah right so in certain cases that's the better way to go mm-hmm. and so your second mortgage products i mean you're looking at they're typically a 20-year term yeah is the longest you can get on there so it's a little bit shorter term versus a 30-year you know, but on like on a five one arm where your rate is fixed for the first five years and goes adjustable for the remaining fifteen, you know, you're sitting in the low fives mm-hmm. in most cases for that five one arm. Yeah. So if you do your bulk of your loan, you know, your thirty year fixed, you know, the six hundred and forty seven thousand two hundred, you know, at let's say you're you know, let's say you're at six and a quarter to six and a half right now. Yeah. And then you you do the rest of the loan amount that you want to borrow on a second that's at five and a quarter. Yeah. Right? Now you just work on now now you really don't even work on paying that five and a quarter off quicker yep you know what i mean now you can put more of your money towards that first mortgage and knock that down what's going to happen is once we get 
down into a rate environment where 30-year fixed rates are at five and five and a half again, you're probably right. going to roll them both into one yep. and refinance and yep. boom. Well, and, and I think it also gives you an opportunity if you're, if you're selling your house and you've got a nice chunk of equity that you're going to roll into the next one, um, and, and maybe you find the house in the perfect location, and the house has, um, it's got a lot of the features you're looking for, it checks a lot of the boxes, um, but maybe not all of them. Uh, well, now you have an opportunity to get into the house, you put your money down, get the lowest rate that you can, and then you do a home equity line of credit in the spring, and then maybe do some home renovations or make some changes to the house so that it does check the majority of the boxes. You can get creative when you've got different loan products out there. Right. So, folks, we got the text lines open if you'd like to win a pair of tickets to the Timberwolves on us. Giving away two pair this morning for the two best real estate questions, anything and everything real estate related. Whether you're thinking about buying, selling, investing, you have questions about land, commercial property, financing, refinancing, home improvement. Do you have questions for insurance, Evan, this morning? Or flooded basement, Evan, this morning? Any of those questions, uh, we, uh, we we encourage the text. Text us your questions to 612-234-7585. The text line, folks, to win Timberwolves tickets is 612 234 Seventy-five, eighty-five. Hey, we've got a text question. We've had one for a while now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> I've, been, I've been giving you the look. Yeah. Uh, Joe wants to know, basically, no one can predict the future, but when do you guys think that rates will be brought back down to earth to an affordable level? When do you see that actually happening? So I, I think that they're they're nearly there right now. I mean, if, if you can get a 6% 30-year fix with certain conditions and you can buy it down to 575, I think anything in the fives is is a really good rate. Um, I don't think we're going to see stuff in the fours again unless you buy it down. Um, so I think if you're in the fives, you're a really good rate, and I think you should jump on it. I think at some point we'll see them in the fours. Think so? I think at some. Well, let's take a look at our careers, right? Mm-hmm. So you're you're older than I am, so I get to pick on you. At Eighty-five years I've been doing this, right? <laughs> right. So how many more years we got left in our working career? At least a hundred. At least a hundred. Yeah. So. For 100 years from now. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking in our careers, right? If we're talking in our careers mm-hmm. here, um, I think we'll see a 30 year fixed rate that starts with a four at some point. Nice. I don't think we're ever going to see one that starts with a three again, though. Yeah. I just don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Never say never, but I don't think that's going to happen. But I do think that we will eventually see rates that start with a four. Yeah. Now, I think a bulk of the time here moving forward, if we look at the next 12 to 24 months, I think a bulk of the time, there's probably going to be somewhere in the fives. Okay. You know, with no points, yep. right? Yep. Um, you can always buy it down, whatever, blah, 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 that whole deal. So when do I think rates are going to actually go down to where you get into the fives with no discount points? And that's kind of your, you know, that's your standard rate when someone yep. asks, hey, what are rates today? Five and a half. Yeah, it's five and whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that's as early as this spring. Again, it's all about inflation, though. Right. You got to watch inflation. As long as inflation... Um, we get good inflation reports saying that there's coming down, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get there. Yep. If inflation reverses where it's like, ooh, you know, we had a nice little break there where inflation looked like it was on its way down, but now something happened and it's on its way back up, that's when we're going to see rates are going right. to, you know, anytime you have financial instability where people can't really know, predict the future, right? it's just, it's a lot easier for rates to go up than down, yep. right? So that uncertainty will always make it easier for rates to go up versus down. But if we can pile, you know, the whole reason why we have rates where they're at now is because the last CPI report that came out 
came in lower than what is expected. Yep. That's what drove rates down. Yep. The next one comes out, and that's also either what was expected or lower. Rates are going to go down again. So as long as we can pile those on top of each other here over the next few months, we'll be there. March we're we're going to be we're going to be I think in the fives. I love it. I love it. Great question, folks. If you have real estate questions, you'd like to win a pair of Timberwolves tickets, text us your real estate questions: real estate, mortgage, insurance, home improvement. The text lines are open at 612-234-7585. That is our text line to win Timberwolves tickets. We're giving away two pair this morning. For the two best real estate questions, text us your questions to 612-234-7585. Ashley's got a question for us right. through Facebook. She says, can you explain the 321 buy-down to our sellers, please? Does that percentage come off of or is based off of the loan amount or the purchase price? It's a fantastic question. All right. So the 321, a lot of questions around this, Yeah. right? The answer is... It's different for every situation. Here's how the three two one works. Okay, so let's say you're just easy. So just for easy numbers, mm-hmm. let's say your regular rate is seven percent. It's not that high, but I'm just trying to make this easy, yeah. right? So let's say your regular rate, quote unquote, regular rate is seven percent. On a three two one buy down, your the first year your rate is three percent lower than your regular rate, mm-hmm. right? So now you start at four percent on the first year. Your second year, your rate would be two percent lower than the seven. So now you're at five percent. The third year, it'd be 1% lower, so now you're at 6%. Mm-hmm. Years 4 through 30, you're at 7%. Yep. Okay? So let's look at the cost. So the 321 buy down, what the seller is doing, the seller is paying for the payment difference between a 7% rate and a 4% rate. Mm-hmm. So let's say that payment difference on whatever loan amount your seller or your buyer is doing, right? So the higher the loan amount that the buyer is doing, the more expensive it is for the seller to pay for that right? because they're borrowing more money and the payment difference is going to be greater on a higher loan amount. Okay, So that's why you, it's just not a blanket answer because you don't know how much that buyer is putting down. Right. So as a seller, you got to think in your mind, I'm willing to give up X amount of dollars towards this type of buy down, right? And then the buyer can apply that however they want to. If there's enough there to do a three to one buy down, great. That's what you do. Yep. If there's enough money there to just do a two one buy down, you do that, right? And that's where a good loan officer comes into play to show what those options are. Anyway, so let's say the difference between a seven percent and four percent rate is is um, let's say it's five hundred dollars a mm-hmm. month. Okay, five hundred dollars over twelve months is six thousand dollars. So that very first year costs six grand mm-hmm. in the three to one buy down. So yep. now let's say year number two, the difference between seven percent and five percent is. Three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So three hundred times twelve. Um, what's that? Three thirty-six hundred dollars. Right. So we got six thousand for the first year and thirty-six hundred for the mm-hmm. second year. Now the difference between seven percent and six percent. Let's say it's one hundred fifty. Mm-hmm. So one fifty times twelve is what? Fifth, uh, what is that? Ten. One fifteen. Eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred bucks. Yeah. So six thousand plus thirty-six plus eighteen hundred. Yeah. Uh, Ninety-six and ten six, and you're at what eleven four? Yeah. Is something like whatever. Yeah. Right. So it costs eleven thousand four hundred dollars for that three two one buy down. Mm-hmm. That's what your cost is. So that's what the seller would have to give up. So if the seller's willing to say, "Hey, yeah, we'll pay this eleven thousand four hundred yeah. for that." They're paying for the entire buy down. Now your buyer can do the three two one. They're good to go. So so here's a question for you because this is something I think most people don't realize. So in that example. Um, April comes, rates are at five percent flat, and you want to refinance. What happens to all that buy down money you spent? That's great. So again, it's the three to one buy down is a is a payment subsidy. Mm-hmm. The 
statement that you, the buyer gets says your interest rate is seven. Mm-hmm. But wait, wait, wait. I thought you said it was going to be 4% for the first year. Yep. That's what happens. So your actual interest rate is seven. That money, that $11,400 that the seller put in there, basically sits in an escrow account over here and it subsidized their payment. So your interest rate is seven. Yep. But the seller paid for you to make a 4% payment. Right. Right. And so you take, here's your regular payment, here's how much the seller subsidized that payment, here's what your actual payment is for that month. Yep. Right? So you have 11400 sitting over here, and every month a chunk of that comes out to subsidize your payment. Yep. So if you refinance, let's say six months down the road, and you still got $9,000 sitting over here, well, that $9,000 is up to you. You mm-hmm. can use that to pay for closing costs and refinance. Mm-hmm. You can use it to reduce your principal balance by 9000 when you refinance. Yep. That money doesn't go away. You can use it. Yep. That, that, that is such a huge point because most people don't realize that. Most real estate agents and some loan officers don't realize that. But right. that money isn't just spent in vain because that, that would be the, you know, that would be the, the hesitation is, well, well I, I believe rates are going to go down. I'm, I'm going to plan on refinancing. Do I really want to spend 10 grand on this? Well, yeah, because if you don't use it, then you just get it back and use it to however you want. Yeah, yeah. And going back to what we were talking about earlier, it's it's important to note that it isn't actually modifying the terms of the loan, right? So this isn't this isn't going to change your your buy off amount on your loan or how much equity you're actually paying in. And so you know, like talking about the amortization schedule, right? You're still on that seven percent loan. This is a deal between you and the buyer that's subsidizing your payments to the loan company, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's a I, the three two one buy down is a fantastic product. It is, as long as you know how it works and can explain it. Yes, that's the biggest thing. Yep. You got to know how it works, and the answer is different. I mean, if you're doing a hundred thousand dollar loan amount, it's not costing eleven thousand four hundred dollars right. for the three two one buy down. <laughs> yeah, it's costing you maybe six grand or five grand now because the loan amount is so much smaller. Right. So and the, vice versa, if we're talking about a you know. A, one and a half million dollar house, the the buy down is going to be uh, much bigger, astronomical, right? Mm-hmm. That cost is so. Um, there's not a blanket dollar amount that sellers can bank on for that because a buyer comes to the table. Are they putting, you know, are they going to borrow two hundred thousand dollars against the house? Are they mm-hmm. going to borrow four hundred thousand? Are they going to borrow six hundred thousand? You don't know that typically. So when you're talking to your seller, it's like, hey, seller, you know, how much are you willing to pay towards some sort of buy down or some mm-hmm. sort of incentive for this buyer to help them out with that? Three, two, one buy down or a lower interest yeah. rate on there. Once we know that dollar amount, then the loan officer can then talk to those buyers and say, "Hey, here's here's probably the best way to apply that yep. coming back from the seller." Yeah, it's good stuff. What what are mortgage uh, um, limits right now? Those change or they're changing January? They're going to change. Yep. Right now, a lot of companies are are thinking it's going to be at least seven hundred thousand. Okay. So Ooh. we we could do seven hundred thousand dollar conventional loan yeah. amount now, yeah. which means that you could do you could buy a house for. Seven, you know, about seven twenty-five. Put three yeah. percent down. Your loan amount seven hundred thousand. Um, so crazy. The the actual number will come out sometime, and usually it's like mid December. Okay. They actually put a final stamp on it to yeah. say, okay, this is what we're going to, and it starts on January first. Yep. Why companies are willing to do it now is because they're fairly certain that it's going to be higher than seven hundred thousand. Got it. When we deliver these loans to Fannie or Freddie, whoever yeah. on the back end after January first, they're saying, yeah. It's going to be over that, so we'll just go up to seven hundred thousand dollars now. We'll close those now. We'll hold them until Fannie and Freddie actually raise it, and then yep. we'll deliver the loan to them. Got it. Now, where those companies get hurt is that if Fannie and Freddie comes out and says, "Ah, we're going to do six eighty five. Yeah. Uh. Then what happens? Well, then we just we got to keep that loan and service them Got ourselves. It. Yep. You know what I mean? Um. But 
most companies are at seven hundred thousand right now. They'll okay. close those, yep. meaning that it's probably going to be over seven hundred thousand right. because they're going to leave a little cushion there for some wiggle room. Yeah. Um. So about mid December, you know, give us a month from now, we're probably knowing what that exact dollar amount is going to be. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that long ago. It was four seventeen. You know, I right? Mean, yeah. The, you know, it wasn't that long ago. Ten years, maybe. And of course, this doesn't include the the states where there's a big cost of living adjustment, where Correct. it's like, oh yeah, yeah, you're in you're in Southern California. Yeah. The yeah. limit is one point two million or whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I mean, remember the last time it it used to be five forty eight. Yes. Yeah. Five forty eight, and now it's six forty seven. Yes. It went up almost a hundred grand in one year. Yeah, that's right. From twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two. Yeah. Um, I don't see that happening again. Right. Um, but can I see a 715, a 720, 725? I could see that. Yep. Absolutely. Opportunity. Folks, if you'd like to get a hold of us anytime during the week, go to our website, minnesotahometalk.com. It has our real estate hotline number, which is a 24-hour number, 612-234-7585. You can call that number anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 612-234-7585. And then, of course, you can connect with all of our fantastic partners. Also, we got a bunch of text questions right at the end of the show that we didn't get to, and we're going to get back to you guys. But for now, tune in next week. Tune in next week, and happy Thanksgiving, everyone. We appreciate that. Do you have a house that uh, needs a lot of work and you're ready to sell? We work with cash buyers looking to purchase right now. Give us a call or check us out online at minnesotahometalk.com. Folks, that's minnesotahometalk.com. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week. This has been a paid program. The views expressed were not necessarily those of the management or ownership of KSTPAM 1500 ESPN.